Welcome to Real Black Contents Farm Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about some history, right? We're going to talk about some history. We're going to talk about some history. We're going to talk about his story. And then we're going to talk about our story. <laughs> Yo, it's easy to do it that way, right? We're just having a real conversation. Today's source is going to be The Racial History of Man. This is by Roland B. Dixon. He's a professor from Harvard. And it was published in 1923, right? New York and London. Now, typically on this podcast, when we talk about history, because we kind of go, you know, we kind of are going to go in this um Blacks was in the Americas prior to Columbus. That's our thing. That's our position. Where do we get this position from? We get this position from a whole host of writers. And then we get this position from when you start looking at certain numbers. When they talk about the Atlantic slave trade, you just be like, yo, that slave trade is official. Real Africans, our people, came over across the Atlantic, hit that dock, hit that plantation, etc., etc., etc. But the part about history that they leave out, that there were some blacks, or so-called blacks, already in the Americas prior to the slave trade. And I always use Columbus as a starting point because there was blacks in the Americas. Central America, South America, and the islands, and then there's locations which we call today California and Florida. That's our position on this podcast because this is where the writers take us. This is where the sources take us. This is what it is. Right? We ain't making nothing up after going along. And many of our people have gotten into this 20th century thing, 21st century thing where Everybody that's black in the West came from Africa and got off a slave ship, right? But that's the narrative, though, because that's what a lot of 20th century writers gave us. And we picked this whole theme up in public school. It's just what it is. So when you start seeing our people regurgitate that information, it's kind of like strictly based on public school, which is cool because it happens, right? But when you kind of peel that onion back a little bit and you start reading writers from the 16th century, 17th and 18th century, you start to notice things is a little different. You start seeing the change in the 19th century. And then when you get to the 20th century, everybody's from Africa. But before then, you see different spots, you know, different sources. You see different conversations through literature that they say, yo. There were blacks in the Americas already. It's just what it is, right? So again, today's source is going to be The Racial History of Man by Roland B. Dixon, New York to London, 1923. Very rarely, though, when we talk about this subject, we at Real Black Contents Forum Podcast use a source from the 20th century because this is when that theme is going full blast at this point. Everybody is from Africa. 
and then they attach this African label on you. So now you're an African-American, you're Afro-Caribbean, you're Afro-Brazil, you're Afro-Hondurans, you're Afro-Mexican, you're Afro-Canadian, you're Afro-Afro-Afro-Afro. Everybody's, it's like a, like Oprah's thing. Like, you're from Africa, you're from Africa, you're from Africa. Everybody's from Africa. <laughs> right? But let's dig into the books. Let's, let's. Take some time. Let's dig into the books. Let's talk about the Americas. Right? Let's talk about the Americas. So we're going to jump right to page 496. Let me see. Can I get there? And uh, it's not going to take long because I just, once you get the source, you can go back, check out the source, read a little more, dig a little deeper. You just got to do what you got to do, right? You know, I just want to just just take a look at a couple of things, right? Just take a look at a couple of things. Let me blow it up just a hair so we can see it. Uh, but keep in mind, though, um, keep in mind, I'm going to put the uh, I'm going to put the link in the description bar, and we're going to use one source, and we're going to use one source only because sometimes when i give multiple sources everybody acts confused they act confused right all right so dig we have 497 i'm down at the last paragraph right and they're talking about the skulls they're talking about the skulls that they located in central america south america islands Canada, um, islands right outside of California. They're talking about doing the work, crania, just investigating, doing a deep dive on skulls. And based on the skull, which is, of course, here to protect our brains, they can do an ethnicity match based on that. So, during a deep dive, doing the work out in the field, when they're going to different grave sites and different burial sites, they begin to notice that the skulls of the latter day looked a little different of those that presently live in the area, right? So let's take a look and see what the writer said, right? Last paragraph. And the writer says, in contrast, with these more easterly Algonquian tribes, our knowledge of those of New England is wholly derived from Crania. Since the pure blood Indian of the greater portion of this area has long been extinct, right? So we're just talking about Northeast in the territory that we call the United States. And the writer is saying, yo, that pure blooded Indian that used to live here, he ain't here no more. He's extinct. Let's take a look at this pure-blooded Indian that they're talking about. The large number of the crania from the sites in central and eastern Massachusetts and Rhode Island and show on analysis that the dominant element in all these area is most unexpectedly the proto-negroid. Hmm? The proto-what? Let's go back over that sentence again. I don't want nobody to miss it. The large number of the crania are from the sites in Central 
in eastern Massachusetts and Rhode Island and show on analysis that the dominant element in all this area is most unexpectedly the proto-Negro. Let's stop. Did they teach us that in school? Did anybody teach us in school? Yo, we was doing some archaeological research. Northeast America, we found some skulls. We did the investigation. We did the deep dive. And we noticed, yo, these are Negro skulls here. These are Negro skulls here. Now, they showed you the one down in South America. That, to me, is a Negroid face that has all the features that you associate with a Negroid face. The um, proportions of the face, it doesn't say anything about it being a mongoloid. Luthia belongs to a race found historically along the rim of the Indian Ocean, in East Africa, in the islands of South Asia, and in Australia and Melanesia. Was this then the face of a first American? Was this then the face of a first American? Was this then the face of a first American? They was cool with you. Oh, that's way down there, right? But that's cool too because here on Real Black Contest Forum Podcast, we always say, look, when we talk about black indigenous people, Central America, South America, the islands, California, and then we said Florida, but we're talking about old map Florida, not today Florida, right? It's a bigger carving portion come out. And then periodically on this podcast, we talk about different spots. We talk about Canada. We talked about Beaufort in the Carolinas. So now we're just talking about a little bit further up north, right? Northeast in terms of the United States. But did you even know this? Did you know this? Did anybody ever tell you this? Let's skip down. And I want to show you something else that the writer said right let's just skip down a couple of pages because again we have 497 let's just go down just a few pages so we drop it down we drop it down we drop it down we're going to pick up on 507 right and it says in the northeastern area the primary factor among the iroquois the lenape and the southern new england tribes was the proto negroid let's stop have anybody ever taught you while you was in history class or world history or U.S. history or maybe you was watching a film out of Hollywood or maybe you was watching the Discovery Channel and A&E Channel. No, no, not the A&E because A&E all they talk about now is uh, they got all these shows about this spouse killing that spouse and this kind of police show and that police show and detective this and detective that and then you know I they I guess they sign uh first 48 to a large contract so everything on AE is first 48 <laughs> which is not funny by the way I'm not laughing at the show because that's a serious show but just you know AE went from one thing and then they now they had another thing right 
you know, I'm probably telling my age when I say that because I remember there was a time that MTV was a music channel and now MTV plays no music. At, but hey, yo, I'm rambling. Maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? Let, let's get back to the literature at hand. Did you know that, though? Have anybody ever told you that there were skulls, Negro skulls, found in the territory that we call the United States? Has it ever happened? Did it ever come up in conversation? Any type of, you you know, you got up, you got you some money, you finished, you know, you finished high school and you ran down to an HBCU. And before they taught you that you was a Greek and you started stepping and shouting and throwing parties, did you know that people that looked like you had ancient artifacts to the tune of skulls and body parts and skeletons all over the place in caves and burial grounds that resemble you. Did anybody ever tell you that? Because earlier the writer said these proto-Negro type went extinct. How did they go extinct? Did they go extinct? Or when we start bringing, and I say we, I'm talking about a historic we, a what we was taught we, uh, a colonizer mentality we. When this nation began to bring African slaves over, did these proto-Negro type that was already here, the people that was living and already here, did they get mixed up in that bunch? Of those that came over from the motherland. Could that possibly have happened? Let's continue. It is this present area of this type is relatively slight importance. In the islands off California coast, it is lacking among the males, although present as a small minority among the females. It is not found in Pericule and only occurs as a trace in the UT and Pi UT. The basket maker crania, basket maker is like a that's way back in the day. It's like some early century kind of stuff. You know, that's just the term that they use for that. The basket maker crania, however, show a contrast to the more modern population in that the proto-Negroid type is present in a large amount in both the sexes. Last stop. Did you know that? The writer says it's a contrast between this modern population that's running around that we're saying are Indians and they've been here forever and this is their homeland and they're Native Americans. They have been here for thousands of years. We recognize that. But that writer is saying, but yo, there were some more people that would look like they was here before them. And these people is Negro. And we don't really see them that much no more. What happened to these people? Uh-oh. <laughs> But dig this if the history is if it's like if it's lost it's hidden but if it's hidden it's hidden from those who are lost right so this is why on real black contest forum podcast you'll dig this when we start talking about these terms and these classifications we hang our hat on the term black american right black american that's the term we hang our hat on because what we do know is that there were black folks already in the Americas prior to the slave trade. Forget the slave trade. Prior to Columbus even finding this place. 
And then if I really wanted to, you know, kind of like get in my history bag, right? Because you got his story, then you got our story. If you look at the route that Columbus took, right? He took the route. As a matter of fact, just not only look at the route. He had to take a brother from West Africa to show him how to get here. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. Maybe we talk about that later. Because that's the part they leave out. But listen, we I'm talking about this. Before Columbus even found that place, Negroes was already here. Some place, small colonies. Some places, small numbers. Other places, larger numbers. But what our people have been duped to believe is that everybody that's black, a so-called Negro, came to the West in the hole of a ship. And these numbers are too great. That cannot possibly happen, bro. That can't possibly happen, sis. One day, I'm going to have to sit down. We're going to have to talk, talk about some numbers, like some census numbers. We're going to have to start going over that just to make it make sense. We got to start going over this kind of stuff. But no, man, that's why, again, going back to that classification. Yo, I classify as a black American because what I do know is that these Africans came over on that ship that did happen. I also know when we talk about terms of slave ships and being a servant and being a slave on that plantation. I know that that East Indian was on that slave ship, too, from Madagascar. See, and then I know our women had no control over their own body. So I know the Scottish guy and the Irish guy who came later. And the British guy and the French and the Portuguese and the Spanish, they all dumped their seed in on our women. Then they played a color game. Once that baby is born, they created a slave code. And in these slave codes, for the most part, colored folk got to deal and sleep with other colored folks. So now you got a big mixing of genes and genetics is all over the place and your lineage is all over the place. But they stuck you. And they stuck us with the classification of black, which kind of it takes away from you really standing up to your own genetics and standing up with your own lineage. Because it took that. you just black now. you just Negro. Then they mixed you up with the indigenous blacks that was already here. And then you got mixed up with that red Indian that was already here. So now you are a new species. You are a black American. You're different, bro. You different, sis. I don't play the African game. How? Man, your bloodline all mixed up, bro. Sis, come on. You be serious? But I know you got the dashiki. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you got the dashiki and you you watch Roots a hundred times because Alex Haley gave you a story and he swaggerjacked the story, but you got the story nonetheless. But when you start showing real literature from writers to say, yo, look, because it's easy for our people to understand when you show them, hey, well, there was devils that said this. The devil told you that black folks is already here. Your skulls and everything was already here. And when you go down to the caves in Central America, they got paintings and everything of you here. You think you got to Central America and you didn't find your way to the United States? You just, that didn't happen. It happened. You got the source. You got it. You can read it in its entirety. 
because they really get deep in this book because they start showing Negro skulls found all over the place, Europe and China and Russia and everywhere they went. There was a Negro already there. <laughs> hey, dig this. They believe it. They know it. The sad part about it, it's harder to get Negroes to understand it. <laughs> Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Real Black Content Forum Podcast, man. It's Big VJ, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.